Romeo. That's the wrong time, that's the ratio. Tiny tune on, welcome to the show. Yeah, gotta let them know. G-O-A-T-Y, G-O-A-T-Y. It's Chelsea. Welcome back, GOAT fans, to a wrestling episode of the greatest of all time podcast show, GOAT Radio. I'm the big man. And I have never been this jacked up. I am so pumped to welcome WWE superstar and Victoria BC's own Chelsea Green. Thank you. My gosh, you sound so Canadian. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah, Van City born here. And honestly, I can't imagine your, your schedule. So thank you for giving back to the fans. Oh my gosh, no, this is the best part of my job is just being able to interact with people and get people to know me outside of, you know, wrestling and WWE. This this is the best part of my job. All right. I want to talk about your journey. I want to talk about your greatness, okay? But first things first, the GOAT fans know the drill. I got to say what I'm wearing. And for you, Chelsea, I am wearing, obviously, the Vancouver Canucks jersey for two reasons. They're the best team in the NHL and... You rocked these colors just a few weeks ago when the the WWD came back to your hometown. I got to ask you right off the bat, was it all business or a little bit emotional? Oh, man, that for me was the most emotional wrestling match I've ever had. And the funny thing is, is it was a dark match. It wasn't actually live on SmackDown. It was just for the crowd, but it did not matter. I was at home. I was in front of my friends, my family. I was representing the Canucks. I don't think it gets any better than that. Personally, for me, wrestling in front of my hometown means more than wrestling in front of a WrestleMania crowd in, you know, in America. Like I, I a homecoming, there's nothing better. Oh, that's good to hear. And you beautifully chirped the Canucks <laughs> and the Canucks fans and and I loved how you mentioned I'm a Luongo fan. So when you said he uh, he went from Vancouver to Florida, just like you did, it was uh, it was brilliant. I mean, here's the thing about being a Canadian girl. Like, I know my hockey. I know my history. I know what's going to set people off. So as much as I don't want to say these things, hey, this is my job. And if I if I need to get the crowd a little angry, I know how to do it. And a, a Luongo chirp and a Canucks chirp is always the way to go. <laughs> For sure. And and we love your character. You you play this over the top dramatic drama queen like and you do it so well and it, it, it seems to come so easy. Is it because you're kind of like this a tad in the real in your real life? If you ask my parents, they would definitely say yes. And probably my husband. But for me, I really, really love stepping into the role of a character, whatever that is. That's something that I've learned over these past 10 years of being in sports entertainment. I've learned that that is what I love. That's what makes me unique is being able to turn that character on. So, I mean, 
it's a little bit of me and a little bit of a character. Awesome. It's it, whatever. It's super entertaining. Now, I want to start from the beginning. You know, I was kind of the attitude era, ruthless aggression era. I loved, you know, the rock stone cold. I even loved China and DX. The list yep. goes on. For you growing up in Victoria and going to school, were you actually flicking on raw and watching wrestling like, like all the boys were? I was from about third to sixth grade. And then I fell off the bandwagon um, for a couple years. And then WWE came and did a live event in Victoria. That's when my love of, of sports entertainment and wrestling really was reignited because I was seeing it live for the very first time. And that is on such a small scale. A live event is a very, very small condensed version of what we do on TV on SmackDown and Raw. But I was still so mesmerized by it. And um, and so, I mean, I think if you ask some of the people that went to elementary school with me, they're not surprised that this is what I ended up doing. But maybe the people in high school were a little more surprised that I ended up being a professional wrestler. Was there a wrestler that, you know, you were watching that you said to yourself, wow, I want to be like this diva or this wrestler. I want to be in the ring and be like her. So at the beginning of my career, the person who I really fell in love with was Kelly Kelly, because that was that was one of the girls at the live events in Victoria. And the funny thing is, is, is not that long ago, I actually thought, like, I wonder who she wrestled. You know, you only you only remember certain parts of uh, things that inspire you. And so I had no idea that it was actually Beth Phoenix versus Kelly Kelly and Victoria. I mean, I love Beth, but for some reason, Kelly Kelly in her little purple outfit just totally was like amazing to me. It was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. Now moving forward, I mean, I'm inspired by so many people. My trainer was Lance Storm. Mm -hmm. I Billy Gunn helped me, Gail Kim helped me, all these iconic wrestlers. Um, have kind of shaped me into being who I am today. So now, I mean, I could just go on and on about the people who inspire me. Complete legends for sure. And then for all the young girls out there, look up to you in Victoria. How, how did you initiate this? Were you always playing? Were you playing any sports? How did you build your athleticism and how? Yeah, so yeah. I really, I really tried to play everything growing up um, in Victoria. I played I mean, I danced my entire life until I was 18. I played soccer until I was 18. I did track and field until I was 18. Um, in theory, I probably should have gone to university for soccer or track. Um, but I had just I had just played sports my whole life that when I went to university, I needed a break. So I went to university for kinesiology, still trying to be sporty spice, but you know, I, I stopped, I stopped playing all these sports like crazy and just enjoyed life. But yeah, for, for most of my life, I kind of just played everything. So yeah, the rest is, is, is history. You've had a, you've had a really global career. You've been all over the world and you've really paid your dues. You've, you've paid your, um, you, you've battled adversity. You've battled through injury and yep. Speaking of all the, you know, the gimmicks and the characters, I got to ask how much of a continuous grind is the wrestling game? I think what people don't realize is we do not have an off season. So, you know, I, I respect hockey players. I respect football players. 
but they get an off season. We are traveling all year round. We are wrestling all year round. When you see us do our biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, which is coming up in April in Philadelphia, we, we go straight to raw on Monday. We wrestle on Saturday, Sunday at WrestleMania, and we go straight to raw and we start the year all over again the next day. Like there's no off days. So that is one thing that, I mean, yeah, continuous grind. Like you said, it is a continuous grind. Yeah. And, you know, we, every time we have athletes in here, you know, we have some NHL guys, some UFC guys in here. We, we like to get to the human side of it and talk about the pressure involved. And you are part of the absolute goat sports <laughs> entertainment company. How do you manage all that pressure? Because you got to bring your A game, both in your, as your yeah. character and in the ring. How do you manage it? Gosh, that's like that. I've never been asked that before. That's such a good question because I think, and I think I could speak for most wrestlers. I think we compartmentalize the pressure because truly the pressure is so great. We are performing on live television sometimes two to three times a week. That's a lot. But at the end of the day, I have to, I have to have a sense of normalcy. So, you know, I go home, I live a normal life with my dogs, my cats in my house. I drive a Honda. I'm not out here being some superstar 24 seven. Like when I go to work, I turn that on that, that side of me turns all the way on. I am 10 out of 10 from the time I'm at work until the time I leave work. And then when I land in Florida, I get off that plane and I decompress and I am back to normal because I think with so much pressure on us on live television every week, if I don't do that, if I can't turn off, if I can't unwind and decompress, you know, our adrenaline is going to be running at an all-time high and you just can't live like that. You have to figure out how to switch off. For sure. Great message for all the stressful athletes out there. Yeah. Uh, was uh can you think of a moment in your career? We talked about the grind and and you, the blood, sweat and tears. You think of the moment where you said to yourself, "Wow, everything I've done is is worth it." Was it's it maybe funny. the tag team titles? That's the thing. It's <laughs> I have so many different moments because I think to myself, you know, when I was 1 year in and I had I had only been wrestling for four months and I was on Monday Night Raw with a microphone in my hand on the last show before SummerSlam. That was the, oh my gosh, I made it moment. Mm-hmm. But then I set my goals higher and then I got onto Tough Enough and then I set my goals higher. I got my first independent contract with Impact. I set my goals higher. I wrestled a man on Lucha Underground in the main event. I went to Japan. I lived in Japan. I came back and did another round with Impact Wrestling and became their champion. And then, you know, it was WWE and WrestleMania and championships. And now I've I've done so much of my to-do list that I think it's just the bar is going to be raising forever for the rest of my life. And I think that's what makes someone a goat, right? Is that they don't stop and they just keep. And when you achieve it, you know, you can celebrate, but like, okay, what's next? (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me of, uh, we always talk about Colby Mamba mentality. Yeah. That that constant quest and you have it. Um, Absolutely. I got to ask you, 
if you could comment on the transition of women's wrestling, because back in the day, uh, don't get me wrong, there, there, there was some legendary women's wrestlers, but the rosters were thin. And now you got your own divisions, your own titles, and you even got the Royal Rumble this weekend. What's it like right. to be a part of this new generation of thriving women's wrestling? I mean, I don't think there's a better time in wrestling, male or female. I think right now we are at the all-time peak of wrestling. And I hope it just gets better. But right now, I mean, it, it's crazy. We have, like you said, we have a Royal Rumble. We have Elimination Chamber. We have all these things that women didn't have in the past that truly the women in the 90s and the early 2000s set the tone for. They worked their butts off to get us here. They unfortunately don't always get to be involved in what we're doing now, but they set the tone. They laid the groundwork and the foundation for where we're at now. And now, I mean, look at us. We are literally main eventing WrestleMania. We are holding the same championships as the men. Like Rhea is out here wrestling men on WWE TV. Hmm. That would have never happened even five years ago. So no. I, I really just feel like all these kind of glass ceilings that we've shattered now it's just like let's not even put a ceiling there because we there are no limits to women in sports really it's not just women in in sports entertainment it's not just women in wrestling it is so much bigger than that and it's just equality amongst athletes amazingly said do you have a couple more questions and we'll get into gold rapid fire do you have a favorite match in your career or some like a memorable event that happened in in that uh in the ring so i have a couple i go through kind of like the chapters of my life my first one would be um when i dropped the impact wrestling championship to um ali who is mm -hmm. one of my good friends then i would go on to say um that my match first Pentagon and Lucha Underground was really kind of groundbreaking for me and my career. And then I go on to, I mean, hello, WrestleMania last year mm -hmm. was unbelievable. And I was able to actually step in the ring for the first time in front of my dad. And that was at WrestleMania. So that was absolutely unbelievable. And only four months into my second run in WWE. And now, I mean, man, now I'm just looking for, you know, what's, what's, going to top that in WWE. There's so many dream matches that I have. Um, and I just think kind of sometimes the best matches come from feuds that you didn't even know existed. So I'm excited for 2024 and also to see what WrestleMania brings this year in Philly. So are we. So we all got to stay tuned. Now, Gold Radio, we're sending shockwaves all around Vancouver, right? So do you have any shout outs for any family or friends here? It'll be. Oh hurt. my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, shout out to my sister because my sister and my mom that my sister is living in Vancouver. My mom is in Victoria and they have been supporting me from the very, very, very beginning. And definitely like my crew at ECCW, which was my home promotion in Vancouver. When I first started, I feel like they deserve a major shout out because I was out here telling them on day one that I was going to be in WWE and in WrestleMania and they thought I was crazy, but they supported me. And that's, you know, it's all I can ask for. Amazing. Great job. Okay. Go rapid fire. You're going to give me your answer. You can expand if you want to, or you can say next question. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Let's go. This is goat rapid fire with Chelsea green. Let's goat. 
All right. Your favorite all-time nickname for yourself? The hot mess. Hot mess. Vancouver or Florida? Vancouver, always. Hello. Where else can you ski and surf in the same day? Yeah. Sydney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin? Oh, Crosby. Always Crosby. Michael Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Oh, that's hard. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kobe. I'm gonna go with Kobe, but know that I dressed as Michael Jordan in kindergarten for Halloween. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Christine Sinclair, the Canadian soccer goat, or Mia Hamm, the American oh! or arguably the American soccer goat. Oh, okay. So Originally, when you were, if you asked me when I was growing up, I would say Mia Hamm yeah. through and through. Mia Hamm. I loved her so much. But now it's got to be Sinclair. Like she is the ultimate goat and she is such a Canadian legend. Oh, love her. For sure. Who's winning the Super Bowl? There's four teams left KC, Baltimore, Detroit, or San Fran. I'm going KC. Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, or Beyonce? T Swift. Ooh, Swifty. Okay. I mean, I'm go I'm going KC. I gotta, you know what I mean? Hand in hand, yeah. Hulk Hogan or the Texas Rattlesnake Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you could say next question if these are if I'm throwing no. you under the bus. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Stone Cold. That's who I grew up with. Yeah. That's who I grew up with. You know, that's who my sister and I watched third to sixth grade. For sure. Trish Stratus or China? Man, that's hard. But if I don't say Trish, she'll kill me because I work with her. So Trish all day, every day, baby. For sure. All right. Uh, old school divas and who uh, I'm going to say it. I, I love these matches. The striptease matches. Stacy yep. Stacy Keebler or Tori Wilson? Okay. That I can't decide because Tori Wilson is... First of all, like lives down the street for, from me oh. and I randomly see her and I think she's an icon, but Stacey Keebler like reminds me of myself and we both got the long legs and she's just like so beautiful mm -hmm. and they're best friends. So they go hand in hand. So they're just a package deal. For sure. Yes, no, maybe. Or next question. Will your hubby, Matt Cardona, aka Zack Ryder, the old Zack Ryder, will he ever come back? the WWE maybe fingers crossed maybe I really really hope so and I would love nothing more than to have a mixed tag match with my husband at Wrestlemania oh awesome hey Triple H you hear that <laughs> wine or tequila oh uh mm, I'm gonna go with tequila if it's like you know if we're going we're going but I am a wino <laughs> You probably don't get starstruck, but over your career, a wrestler that you you were just in awe by. The Rock. Easy, easy answer. The Rock coming to the Performance Center and um, helping us train was a great day for all of us. Wicked. Favorite finishing move? My own, the unprettier. 100%. Okay, last question. So we reached out to Brett the Hitman Hart and we asked him his top five wrestlers. He sent it back to yep. us, a video message. And he put on his list, Dynamite Kid. He said, Mr. Perfect. He yep. said, 
he's, he put himself on the list. Well, he deserves it. Yeah. He said his brother, Owen, and then, and this was an interesting one, his old enemy, HBK, a lot of respect there. So a okay. lot of technical wrestlers he picked. Can you give us your top five? And that's too hard. You could just throw some out there. I'm going to go with top five females right now. Yeah, okay? for sure. I'm going to go with Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Britt Baker. Those are those are like my girls. Yeah, Maxine Dupree, because really, I think she's going to be a big, 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 big star. And Rhea Ripley, because hello, she already is a star and she could not yeah. get any better. Unrealist. Honestly, if you gave me that question over, like there's so many ridiculously talented people in WWE right now on both SmackDown and Raw, but then there's so many coming up from NXT. It's kind of hard to choose because I could pick a whole different five just from each roster. That is how stacked we are right now. I mean, the Royal Rumble is this weekend. It's coming up. It's, it's this Saturday in Tampa and... I think you're going to see a pretty amazing women's Royal Rumble this year. We can't wait. We're going to be watching in the Gold Raj here. This is the Gold Raj. This is the the headquarters, the best place. Uh, after I put the kids to bed, this is where I'm at. I support that. I support that. Yeah. And I hope you will wait for me to come out at number 30 and win. 100%. I can't wait. Chelsea, I had so much fun. To end the pod, This I always drink, have a shot for my guest. Okay? So... I, I pulled out a wicked bottle, the Don Julio 1942. Okay. Oh, I wish I was there with you. I'll have a little shot of my, of my Alani new energy drink, but dang, I wish I was there having a shot of tequila. hundred percent. So Chelsea, you're a big part of the reason why women's wrestling is just thriving. So Thank all you. the best, go get your titles back. That's right. I'm this, working on it. Th this one's for you. All right. And that concludes, I got the Tribal Chiefs title here. Right. Chelsea, all the best. All right? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And Vancouver is behind you. And I just am so appreciative you came on. And we'll be watching you. This is the greatest of all time podcast show, Goat Radio. We will see you next time for more Goat History. We'll see you later. Who was a goat? Give me your vote. Whipping my shirt, thinking I'm ho. Hollywood Hogan and WO. Give him the boot, top of the rose. Put him to sleep, give him the choke. Go ready, yo. Best of all time, didn't know. Talking the game, chat with the pros. Switching the lanes, clearing my throat. Turning it up, start a debate. It's time to go. Wrestle with grace, fall in the snow. Tie up the skates, never too late. It's gonna blow. In the garage, counting some dough. With the big man and he hosting the show. We going global so fast, never slow. Who is the goat of our ghosts? Wow. Let's move on to our national ratio. Time to tune on. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Gotta let them know. G-O-A-T-Y.